lust. It's this one thing that most of us have struggled with. It's this one thing that we, some of us can't seem to ever escape from. It chases us down to the darkest places and has the strongest grip that we never seem to be able to shake free from. Today, I want to talk about the temptation of Joseph. And I want to show you how this story of Joseph is the father's outline to us on how to get free from a spirit of lust. This story and this teaching is life-changing if we really take it seriously and apply what it says to our life. Brothers and sisters, lust is an unacceptable place to live outside of marriage. If you live in a place where you lust after women, where Yeshua said, I would tell you, tell you that whoever look at, looks at a woman with lust in his heart has already committed adultery in his heart. And I'm telling you guys, listen to me. If we look at women or if you look at a man with lust intent, for lustful intent, you're committing adultery. It's the same And so this is why this sin is not something to be taken lightly. In fact, it is something that absolutely destroys marriages. It is something that will chase you down to your old age in both disease, sickness, and all kinds of other curses. And so that's what's so important right now. As you're looking at this video, you need to come right now and make this commitment and say, Father, I am going to shake free from this thing. I am going to leave this thing behind forever. Because brother and sister, look at me. Listen to me. This is a choice. Lust is a choice. The temptation of lust may chase us down but whether we turn around and give it attention is our choice Yeshua was chased down in the, in the wilderness by Hasatan, but he did not give Hasatan what he wanted he did not fall for the enemy's lies in fact what he did was he took scripture and he repeated and, and defended with scripture he not only defended but he went through to attack the enemy's kingdom with his very life right after his baptism. So let us look at what does the scripture say in this case? So that when you get in that wilderness and you get tempted and you will get tempted so that you would know what to do and say. Genesis 39 verse 7. And after these events, it came to be that his master's wife lifted up her eyes to Joseph and said, lie with me. But he refused and said to his master's wife, Look, my master does not know what is, with, what is with me in the house. And he has given into my hand all that he has. No one is greater in this house than I. And he has not withheld whatever from me but you, because you are his wife. And how shall I do this great evil and sin against God? You see, Joseph has been honored in public. He's been given this great place of honor by his master in public. And he realizes an important thing. That whatever he does behind closed doors when no one is looking will determine his public honor. There is nothing that is in the darkness that will not come to light. I tell you whether in this age or in the next, everything will come to light. And your public honor, your public 
your public image that you so try to protect while you're doing all these things behind closed doors, it will come out. It will come out. And Joseph realizes this. We see then how lust attacks further. And it came to be as she spoke to Joseph day by day that he did not listen to her, to lie with her, to be with her. And it came to be on a certain day when Joseph went into the house to do his work and none of the men of the house was inside that she called him by his garment saying, lie with me. But he left his garment in her hand and fled and ran outside. The first thing that we see further in the story is that she came to Joseph. She came to tempt him day by day. Every day she came to tempt him. And it's, a, it's really a testimony of this battle, which can be a daily battle. A daily thing where we have to be awakened, awoke every single day to make a covenant with our eyes. To not gaze upon whatever we should not be gazing upon. We then see how Joseph, a day comes, a certain day comes when she comes to Joseph. And this on this certain day, there is a certain circumstance that allows this certain day to happen. This dreadful day. And this circumstances is that no one else was in the house except Joseph and this woman. Then she caught him by the garment and took and, and took a hold of his garment and said, lie with me. But he fled and he ran outside. And when he fled and ran outside, she was holding on to that garment still and she tore it away. Now, it's interesting. What was the reaction of Joseph? He did not stay in that house where no one else was and said, uh, no, I, I don't, I'm not going to do this. Uh, leave me alone. No. <laughs> he did not do that. What did he do? He ran outside. Flee from youthful lusts. As the New Testament also says. Where did the New Testament get that? From right here. The writers of the New Testament know their Torah. And they were simply quoting what was happening right here. Where Joseph was tempted, he ran. Now I'm going to ask you the question. If you are tempted, do you sit there and try and resist the temptation? Because you cannot do it. It is impossible to resist that temptation while just remaining in the presence of that temptation. What you need to be doing is you need to remove yourself from the presence of that temptation. You need to run from that place. And that is exactly what Joseph did. But see, there was a mistake that Joseph made in this place. What he did was... He allowed himself to be alone with a woman who was not his wife. Because he was alone, there were no witnesses. And so when she grabbed his garment and, and tore it off, we see the following happen. That she called to the men of her house and spoke to them saying, See, he has brought in to us a Hebrew to mock us and he came in to lie with me. And I cried out with a loud voice. And so she comes and runs out to these men and she says, and she lies. And she says, oh, Joseph, look, 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 here's his garment. He has laid with me. And so when this happened, Joseph was caught out. And see, even though he was innocent, 
because he allowed himself to be alone, a man like himself to be alone with a woman, it made it opened the door of opportunity for her to use this against her. And in the same way, God, listen to me today. If we are allow ourselves to be alone with a woman in a room and there's no one else, there's no one to witness what happens. And especially to those who are in ministry. If we allow us to be in that position, all that can, needs to happen is that woman needs to take out a loud, loud, loud scream. Give a scream out and no one will believe us. But everyone will believe the lie that she spoke. And that is why it is so important to never be alone with a woman who is not your wife. We need to have witnesses around us to protect ourselves. And not only that, we also see that first Joseph is in this alone place, in this room, alone with her. What does he do? He runs outside and the scriptures actually say that he runs outside where the men were. Where the people were, he ran. So we see him first being alone in this place, having no accountability. And whilst having no accountability, that was, that was the place he was attacked by the enemy. That was the place where the enemy crept up to attack him. What did he do as soon as he was attacked? He ran outside to the men. He ran outside. And that is a symbolic a picture of how we should be running outside to a place of men where, or women to surround ourselves with accountability, to surround ourselves with a place with people who we can speak to about our issue. Because accountability is one of the key aspects that we need to follow if we want to overcome this struggle. And so see, guys, this is why this is so important. We need to understand that you cannot you cannot place yourself in a place, in a room, in your if you're in your house and you're surrounded by things that are temptations. You are going and you are like Joseph placing himself in the place of a temptation alone with no accountability, no witnesses, no nothing. And, and, and if you think that you can place yourself in that place for day and night in that temptation and get away with it because no one is seeing it, you're deceiving yourself. And if you think that, it, that, that you can overcome this thing while not removing those things from your house, you're deceiving yourself yet again. What needs to happen is you need to take Look at your life, look at your house, look at everything you're in your place, your place of living, your environment. And you take everything that is not holy and set apart and from God, everything that it can be a temptation. And you take it and you destroy it. You throw it out. You do not give opportunity for your flesh. Because you should be fleeing from it. And if you place it in your room, if you place it under your bed, if you place it wherever, on your computer, on your phone, you're not fleeing. In fact, you're running right into the face of it. And I'm telling you that you will never get freedom from it. If that is the way that you're dealing with this situation. The Father will not give you freedom if you are putting yourself in that temptation day by day by day by day. Because truly, you're then not seeking freedom from the Father. True freedom seeking from the Father and true repentance from lust, from pornography, from all these things is by going and throwing it out. Burning it, throwing it out of your life and not allowing it to enter. Cutting off all the axes you have to it. To give no opportunity to the flesh. 
And so I hope this encourages you. Brother, sister, there is freedom in this place. There is a true place where we as men and women can both come and, and be free from lust, where we can walk day by day. Listen to me. There is a place such as this. Don't let the world tell you it's impossible because I'm telling you it's not. There is a place you can come day by day where you can walk and, and you can make such a covenant with your eyes, or such a covenant of freedom, a covenant with the Father, a covenant with your eyes, a covenant with yourself, a covenant that is going to extend to the wife or husband you're going to marry one day where you will be, can be free from these things, where you can literally not fall into that temptation anymore where you can be like oh wow church i'm free i'm not a bad person anymore thank you father that's not who i am anymore that place is real and accessible we don't need to live in this endless cycle and in this sexual culture that we live in today where they tell us that oh it's normal it's not normal brothers and sisters it's not normal the Father has created, given us amazing gifts that have been given for us for the marriage covenant. A set apart thing that the Father has given that is a beautiful thing in that place. But it is not something for ourselves. It is not something to be selfish about. It is something to give to our husband or wife one day. And it's not for yourself. So stop abusing it. And let's start giving this preserving this let us start walking in holiness and let us start fleeing unholiness let us start closing the door on the enemy and saying i'm done with you goodbye freedom is here and freedom his name is yeshua open the door for yeshua let him make you free and give him the fair opportunity to bring that freedom to our life so I hope this blessed and encourage you. May God bless you and keep you, shine His face upon you, lift up His countenance upon you, give you grace, blessing, and I'll see you guys in the next video.